Hi, I'm Kaylee Frost. Um, I'm the Head of Clinical Support at Health Assured and I'm joined by Christian, our wellbeing counsellor, and we're going to be talking about work-related stress today. Mm-hmm. Hi, Christian, you okay? Hello, yes, I'm good, thanks. Good, yes. you feeling good? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, just busy with, with work, but yeah, I'm, I'm good. Very on point yes, <laughs> for yes, our conversation today. About, yeah. So obviously we're going to talk about work-related stress today yeah. um, and I think it's something that um, pretty much all of us and anyone that's listening will be able to relate to at some mm-hmm. point. But before we go yeah. into that, just tell me a little bit about yourself, Christian. Why why did you venture into the counselling world? Um, I think it, it was something I, I couldn't have done when I was younger. It's more because I, I sort of experienced a lot of my own issues myself mm-hmm. and worked through some of my own stuff and when I sort of looked at the progress I'd made with that, with the help of some support, I kind of thought, well, I want to help other people with that, you know, because yeah. I realised the progress I'd made. Yeah. Um, and also my mum was in psychotherapy for a while. She she worked in mental health. So that kind of rubbed off on me as well, kind yeah. of influenced me. So, yeah, that was it really. And I did a, an introductory course. I thought I'll see how it goes. And I really enjoyed it. And, yeah, I've been doing it ever since. So, yeah, here I, here I am. So how long yeah. have you been a counsellor for now? Um, qualified 2017, um, and I was training for about four years, so not that long, really, sort of a few years now. But, what um, I found is when I speak with most of the councillors that we mm. work with, it always seems to be something the majority of them have retrained in yeah. like, later on. They, they've, they've had a career, um, yeah. a, a completely different career, mm. and then like life events and things like that yeah. have just turned things upside down for them, and then they've yeah. gone into... The mental yeah. health field. Well, for me, a lot of it's about my experience as well that I've been through. Yeah, and so yeah. It helps me relate to clients and their issues. Yeah. So most calls I get, I can relate to it. Yeah. I'm like, I know what they're going through. Yeah. You know, and obviously I've had the training as well. Yeah. But for me, that really helps with the job, just having that life experience. I couldn't have done it when I was in my 20s. You know, I wanted to be a, a pop star and <laughs> a singer. But, but, but now I'm older, it's like, yeah, well, I can help people with stuff as well. So, Are so, you a yeah. singer? occasionally <laughs> have been known You're to the but, now. Well, not at the moment but yeah, a bit of warming up but uh <laughs> but yeah so but no it's just something that for me at this time of life you know it, um, um, it felt right and I'm really enjoying it so yeah it's good to help others well it is you know I've, I've said this to all the councillors as well but it's not you know it is it is genuine but it is a pleasure to work with everyone and see yeah. all of the different skill sets that we've got and all the different types of issues that we support with i think mm-hmm. we're in a unique position because we work in eap where you get yeah. every single type of kind of call coming yeah, through so every stuff. single type of issue yeah. um but i think that's it gives us a really good insight into the mental health landscape, yeah. which has changed dramatically over the past two mm-hmm. years alone, mm-hmm. hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, but I think one thing that we do see, see, I'm going to do a nice little segue here into the topic, but right. uh, one thing that will has remained consistently, you know, in terms uh, of why people speak to us, mm-hmm. uh, speak to counsellors in general, work-related stress, that's just remained, you know, a consistent, yeah. I guess it's increased more so over the past yeah. couple of years for like, various different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it something that you've seen as probably the, one of the most utilized, one of the reasons we're most utilized here in the mental health kind of industry? Yeah, it's, it's a big part of it. Yeah. Loads of the calls that come in. I mean, this is the, you know, working in AP, we deal with so many clients call in and, you know, I speak to about a hundred a week, Yeah, you know, so I see so much different stuff, which is a great yeah. experience for me, but, but yeah, so much work related stress and yes, it, there was a lot of that before pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. 
But now it's still there, but it's slightly different. So the pandemic's yeah. impact, you know, working from home, isolated, yeah. not, you know, connecting with people as much. So, but that's still kind of connected to work. So yeah, the work-related stress is still there, but it's been slightly different yeah. since the pandemic. But yeah, we do get a lot of it. Yeah. And do you think it will, I mean, we'll touch on kind of like how to work on work-related stress and things like that, but do you mm. think it will always remain a consistent theme in terms of mental health support? Um. Probably, yeah. Um, but but what I focus on, usually the clients that struggle most with work-related stress have got issues themselves with boundaries yeah. and self-care, mm-hmm. okay? And when I talk to them about that, I'm making them aware of their role within it. Yeah. So they might call in and say, oh, well, work's dead busy. I'm getting given too much work. I'm so stressed. I need time off. But usually I'll ask them a series of questions. Um, the first one is, do you struggle to say no? Yeah. Right. And I'd say 80%, 70, 80% will say yes. Then I'll say, um, do you put others' needs before your own all the time? And again, about 70, 80% will say yes. I'll ask a third question, are you a perfectionist? And that's about 50, 60% will say yeah. Really? That. Yeah. Now, I was quite surprised at that when I started doing it, but the more it, nearly every work-related stress that call that comes in, unless it's bullying, that's a bit different. But, but, Usually, they'll that's the core problem. Yeah, they can't maintain boundaries. So, if you struggle to say no, you can't um, put boundaries down to look after yourself. Yeah, so these are employees that are people pleasers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you've got all of that and a demanding employer, it, it only goes one way, it's like a toxic mix. Yeah, yeah. So, any employee that can't put boundaries down, um, has high standards for themselves, is a perfectionist, and prioritizes everyone else over yeah. themselves. Um, and they're at the bottom of the list. You know, it's that's the only way it's going to go. They just they want to please everybody. They can't say no, and they get so stressed that they end up calling us, so they take time off. Yeah. And I help them become aware that they need to look after themselves at work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people don't know how to do that. And it's usually either as they either want to try and avoid conflict, yeah, or seek approval and be liked. Or they feel responsible for everyone else and they want to look after everyone. Um, and don't get me wrong, being there for others is great and, and prioritizing yeah, yeah, is course. great if you're okay. And this is what I tell them on the phone. But you need to make sure you're okay as well. And usually those issues come from things in their past, which I don't go into too much depth about because it's you know it's short-term uh, counseling we offer. But um, but yeah, those three questions really... At nearly every work-related stress call I get, that is 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 a big part of it. Yeah, and that's like your kind of toolkit. There, you go straight in with that to to kind of like then identify what the next steps are going to be for this person yeah, and how absolutely. they can be helped you know, moving forward. Obviously, I listen to what's going on first, and they're all different. But it shocks me; it's about seventy, eighty percent. That is a big part of it. Yeah, they, they they're not very good at prioritizing their own needs. Yeah. Um, they want to please everyone, but they say yes to everything. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're a boss's dream for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, every yeah. manager's like, oh, I love this employee. Yeah, yeah. But, but it gets to a point where they can't cope. Yeah. And they try and keep it in and put, you know, keep on a happy, smiley face. Yeah, and yeah. Inside, get, screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. want to get everything done, even yeah. though there's, maybe there's too much to do. And they just come to burnout and then, then they call us. And that's where I come in and say, well, what about you? Yeah. You, know, you matter here. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. this. And that's when, you know, we start to try and help them. Do you think these, the, the the majority of these individuals, it's also 
there are lots of external ways that this is almost like replicating itself or duplicating itself you know mm-hmm. they're doing it in their social groups with their family life taking yeah. on too much they don't want to say no to social events yeah. or yeah. going on a family meal or mm-hmm. child care yeah. and you know everything Absolutely. like that they're it can impact on other things as well spinning everything yeah. to yeah. yeah so outside of work they probably support other people yeah they can be maybe like that in relationships as well yeah so there will be that going on as well but usually with work-related stress, that seems to be the point where they have to call us, us and, you know, yeah. it's like it's too much at work. I think work demands have increased with a lot of professions over the last couple of years. Nursing, obviously. Of course, yeah, yeah. Teaching, I think, with, um, you know, restrictions and yeah. face masks with children yeah, yeah. and staff being off sick. Yeah. So, so you know, obviously counselling, mental health, so, so many professions are, are more yeah, stressed. Yeah. And that, so they're calling in at that point. Then I start to explore yeah, they can't put boundaries down. They can't say no. They prioritize everyone else. You know, they're caring people. They're nice people. Yeah. You know, it's not like, but they just don't know how to say, well, hold on, you know, and then that leads to anxiety. So yeah. anxiety is about us feeling like we're not in control. Yeah. Or that something might happen that's out of our control. So we start to worry. Um, and if we're running around after everyone else all the time and we can't say no, we're not going to feel like we're in control. Right, so this leads to the anxiety. Yeah, and yeah, there will be patterns outside of work as well with other issues with, with those problems. Yeah, so it's not not always necessarily just isolated to the workplace. Yeah. Like you say, it's at the workplace stress level yeah. that then they take action because I guess yes. that's the crisis point for them. The cherry on the top, yeah. the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. Almost, yeah, you know, they're right. like, right, yeah. this is it now. Because the one thing, especially if there's external things going on, you know, they are juggling loads of different things. They've mm. got perhaps childcare or even elder care responsibilities, bills, a house to run, works the kind of thing that you almost escape to sometimes if you've got a lot of pressures outside. And then if you're losing control of that, you're like, well, this is it. What else? What else can I do? I can't control anything. Do you see that a lot? Yeah, it's the income. You know, it pays the bills. It's it's important. And it's like, well, hold on. My manager's saying, I'm getting worried now because I'm having time off. So that's what I say. And um, I, I don't want to lose my job and I'm feeling bad for everyone else at work because they're yeah. working more because I'm off. Yeah. So again, that comes back to them prioritizing others' needs. So they don't want to leave everyone else in the lurch. So yeah. they feel bad being off. Yeah. You know, and it is, yeah, often it is the work situation that brings them to us that our manager will say, give us, give, you know, the EAP a call. Um, but the stuff outside of work, yeah, you know, they look after everyone else again you know it's that kind of pattern. the caretaker role yeah. you like know, yeah, yeah you yeah. know um and and so much of the work related stress is centered around that and it's been it's been revealing for me to see that as well yeah you know since i've been working on the helpline um and yeah and obviously you know great for me as well and, and just just seeing what's going on and understanding issues but but yeah, it's it's a big part of it. So, yeah, yeah, huge part of the the reason we're yeah. there to support um, individuals mm. with with them. I mean, I'm going to touch on a little bit about you know when people get to that crisis point and yeah. they can't work anymore. But before mm. that, just want to touch on how workplace stress um, is displayed in something like how like what indicators are there? You mm. know, perhaps if, if so, we're not talking about. I'm the person suffering from workplace stress. Yeah. How would I know if you were, for example? So like, what kind of mm. things do you, do you look out for? Should you look out for? I'm not saying mm. necessarily as an employer, but yeah. a partner, yeah. uh, a friend, you know, that mm. kind of thing. 
Yeah. So it often displays as anxiety. Yeah. Is, is very common. Yep. So that'll be increased heart rate. Um, you know, uh, shallower breathing. Um, it can, you know, panic attacks. You know, at yeah. extreme sort of um, level, it can cause panic attacks. Um, just just stress, overwhelm. Yeah. You know, I, I say to a lot of clients, does it feel like um, the glass is full when you yeah. can't take any more on? And they'll say, yeah. You know, and and it's hard though because some people try and hide that. Yeah. So you ask if I see it in other colleagues. Possibly sometimes, but I think a lot of people do try and hide it. Yeah. Especially yeah. the clients I'm talking about that call in. They wanna yeah, they wanna appear to be I'm doing the job, everything's okay, yeah. don't worry about me, you know, I don't really matter in all this. I'm just trying to make sure, you know, so that I think they try and hide it. Yeah. And that's when it becomes but really, you know, it is okay to express it and let it out and say, Well, actually I'm a bit stressed, I need a break, you know, just to let manager know if you know, they might not even know that there's a problem. Yeah. Um, there is such a stigma with it, with opening up, isn't there? You know, yeah. for fear of what implications yeah. then and the repercussions of what yeah. that might be. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be seen as crazy or yeah. weak. That Like that's yeah. another one. I, you know, I, I, I am good at my job. I can do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Like what if it stops me from progressing? Yeah. What if it stops me from achieving the next milestone in my career and yeah. and things? So I think there's still a bit yeah. of a stigma Absolutely. attached to that. Absolutely. I think there? that's improving. Yeah, I think agreed. With, with yeah. EAP, and a lot of clients you speak to actually, when they spoke to the manager, oh, manager's actually quite supportive. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they're sometimes surprised. Some professions, like police yeah. or military, where there's a bit more of a macho kind of culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it does tend to be a bit frowned up. Oh, you know, what they wouldn't talk about emotions, yeah. or it can be yeah. seen as a weakness, yeah. or they feel they have to keep up that front. But then again, that can they can sort of you know um, really struggle. Then they call us, but they probably wouldn't tell anyone at work. And but but yeah, some professions it's a bit more you know looked down upon as a weakness. And, and, and those types of professions are where it almost becomes safety critical, doesn't it? Because if mm-hmm. someone's not dealing with their struggles with ment- with their mental health and their mm-hmm. overall well being, that can manifest itself into something much worse, couldn't mm-hmm. it? You know, a more serious. Yeah serious issue which could in those types of roles you know like frontline roles yeah, yeah, not even absolutely. just like the the police or you know the uh, frontline services and things like that but care professions yeah. and things that could have massive implications for the people that are i guess at the receiving end yeah, of their yeah. service or yeah. what they do i mean stress and anxiety um, impacts on focus and concentration yeah and nearly every client that's stressed in any way shape or form will struggle with focus and concentration yeah yeah it's you know they feel it at work so and it's that's normal so anxiety stress depression uh the more emotional side of the brain becomes more active yeah and it gets in the way of the logical practical side which we need to focus and concentrate obviously with work we need that yeah so yeah it does it impacts on focus and concentration um and that uh, yeah a lot of the time that can be the trigger why they call us because they can't focus they're not doing the job very well they they're worried about the impact they're having you know, the, decisions the decisions that they're making. Yeah, making I, I think you, you see it in, you know, it's senior leaders as well. You know, we mm-hmm. get more and more, you know, executive level individuals calling and using the yeah, service. Yeah. You know, that stigma is get, you know, th- that is reducing slightly yeah. and people yeah. are seeing the benefit, but we're seeing, you know, 
high up individuals utilizing mm. the service more than ever because especially in the past two years there's many sectors out there where they've had to think fast mm. the decision makers have had to make decisions and, and choices very very quickly you know yeah. at the snap of a finger yeah. going into lockdowns mm. and putting restrictions in place yeah. and then the thought of then what the repercussions of them making that snap decision might mm. be yeah i think it's great that more leadership positions and those exec positions mm. are, are seeking support. I think yeah. it will take some, I don't know about you, but I think it will take still take a bit of time to, I don't ever think it will be eradicated, this, mm -hmm. you know, workplace stress yeah, and that yeah. talking about it. Um, there will always be people that don't necessarily believe in it or, yeah. you know, and or some will. Some people thrive off it. Some yeah, people like yeah. to be a bit stressed. I think some stress is healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Extent, I agree. Yeah, yeah. You know, to keep us, you know, on, on our toes, to keep us yeah. alert. Um, but I know absolutely I agree with you. You know, higher up people, they've got more responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Which is stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people who are higher up, they're, they're still human beings. Yeah. You know, they're still, you know, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still yeah, a human yeah. being, you know, yeah. and it's like, so... Yeah, but there's more responsibility. Yeah. You know, we get calls sometimes because they've had a promotion. They've got more responsibility. They need to think about more people. And, oh, the money's better, you know, and all yeah. that. But, but yeah, it's, that can be stressful. So, but, yeah, it's great that more people are, are, are reaching out at, at higher levels and accepting that actually I'm struggling too. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. above it all. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, it's good. How do you, so do you think, I think the addition of, things like you know mental health first aid training in the workplace mm -hmm. that kind of stuff yeah do you i mean do you think that is beneficial in terms of having more individuals available to approach and kind of encourage those open mm -hmm. conversations do you think that will make an impact or make a difference in the workplace absolutely yeah it makes people more aware of mental health yeah um and it's important our emotions are very important you yeah. know we don't get taught about them at school very good point. So, and then say this to clients, so, and then they only call us when they're at crisis point. When they're yeah. emo but their emotions are so our emotions are so powerful that they, you know, it's a difference between being happy, um, happy as ever, and and or you know wanting to jump off a bridge. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the impact emotions yeah. can have. Yeah, so, but we don't get taught about this stuff, so people don't know how to cope with them. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's great that people are talking about it more. Um, some of the well-being courses, though, what I've noticed, they're actually triggering some people. So they'll go to these courses, and they'll they'll say, right, well, look out for colleagues that are anxious, this, that, and the yeah, other. And yeah. then they'll see, oh, actually, that's me. Yeah. I'm like that. And oh, actually, that's me. And yeah. And then they come away from the training course and think, well, I better ring AP. Yeah. Because I'm like that. I'm stressed. I'm yeah, anxious. Yeah. I'm so it, it actually highlights. Um, to, to some people that they, they've got issues they're not looking at you know but I think that's a really good thing you know yeah. promoting that self-awareness yeah and I yeah. think that like I always say you know so I deal with things more from the employer perspective so I yeah. talk to the employers themselves mm -hmm. and and you guys are speaking to their employees mm -hmm. and I help you know put all kind of well-being strategies and things like that in place mm -hmm. and I think they need to look at that when I but say for example when I'm on a call there might be yeah. eight of us on a call like a mixture of health short and a client and their yeah. employer you know the employer mm -hmm. um and I'm you know talking about the number of people that you know would benefit from counseling mm -hmm. and I'm always like I think all of us on this call 
would benefit yeah. from some form of clinical intervention, yeah. Yeah. even if it's learning breathing techniques, you know, mm-hmm. something as simple as that mm-hmm. to start mitigating the the potential yeah, of yeah. something developing, yeah. you know, building on that resilience, building on that um, confidence mm-hmm. and, and their general overall, um, overall well-being before it got to a stage of dealing with workplace yeah. stress, working on putting boundaries in place, starting that early on, mm-hmm. because you're right, when the, even now the majority of people that, that use our services mm-hmm. and services very similar yeah. are at crisis point. You know, there's yeah. multiple charities out there and they deal with the crisis point, mm-hmm. um, but a lot more can be done if people kind of got in there first, you know, before anything were to happen. Yeah, because yeah. you're not born resilient. You're not born no. a resilient person. They're, mm-hmm. they're skills that you build yeah. up, aren't they, over yeah. time? Yeah. And usually from stuff like maybe adverse circumstances in your life or life events mm-hmm. and horrible things happening yeah. potentially. Yeah. That's how people, I, in my opinion, become resilient a bit earlier mm-hmm. more early on yeah um but i think everyone could de- do with or benefit from something you yeah. know to help build that mm-hmm. would you agree yeah, yeah. absolutely you know it, as i said we don't get taught about this stuff yeah. you know and it, people don't know how to deal with a lot a lot of the time it's, you know it's getting more there's a more awareness of it now mental health and mental yeah. health support and you know the last 10 15 years more celebrities have come out high which does help doesn't it yeah mental yeah. health issues so that's kind of um and yeah, more more people are talking about it, more people are aware of it, and more people are recognizing how important it is, which is great. Yeah. Um, although that's making us very, very busy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which which obviously can cause me stress a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's just I have to remind myself sometimes that yeah, you know, I just take a step back or take a few deep breaths or you know, make sure I'm okay and then I can yeah. support others. So but that's yeah, how we come around just, and ply you with sweets and chocolate every that's week. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. You bribe us, don't you? Yeah. Which, it works actually, but uh, but no, yeah, it, it's yeah, it, it's you know that awareness is is great that, that more people yeah. are becoming aware of that and more employers are, are taking it on and, and helping employees. Yeah. So I got I got like a two pronged kind of question here mm-hmm. now. First one is what would you recommend to someone that might be at the that they feel they're starting to feel some of the pressures yeah some of the strains maybe mm-hmm. they've got you know bits going on outside of, of work as well yeah um so the really early stages they're not yet at crisis point mm-hmm. this is the first part of my question so i'll ask this first yeah what would you recommend so someone was calling in and they're not at the crisis point they're like mm, you know what i'm feeling a bit yeah struggling to sleep now and i've got a few big yeah. deadlines and i think it's all getting a bit too energy bills are rising next month and mm-hmm. i'm a bit worried about mm-hmm. that and you know we've we've lost someone at work you know the, the yeah. staffing's reduced and ugh, i'm yeah. feeling a bit antsy about it like what would you recommend at those early stages well uh- so things like that. So a lot of might be going on that are out of their control. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, bills going up, yeah, yeah. Um, changes at work, and yeah. a, a, so many clients rig in with those issues. And I sort of say, well, a lot of that's out of your control. Yeah. Okay. And I'll go right. Okay. So what can help is to try and focus on what you can control. Yeah. In this situation, and what you can do that helps you feel better. Okay. And the trick is to try and let go of the things we can't control a little bit anyway, because we can't do anything about them anyway. Yeah. So. And that can help just to just to make that kind of awareness. Well, I can't control that, so I'm going to try and just focus on what I can control and yep. what I can do that helps me feel better. And then I'll explore what does help you feel better, what does help you cope. Um, you know, is anything helping? 
oh yeah, exercise, gym, you know, that often they'll say, or space to myself or yeah. some, you know, more people are getting into yoga now, meditation. Yeah, yeah. Are so, you a fan? Are you a fan yourself? Yeah, I've done meditation. Ah, yeah. good, good, um, good. I've not done yoga, actually. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't peak but, my interest. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I've done meditation. Yeah, it, but, but that kind of thing, it brings us back to the here and now, back yep. to the moment when we're anxious for in the future all the time, what's going to happen next that's yeah, out of my control, yeah. you know? So those sorts of things bring us back to the here and now. So yeah, it's it's trying to focus on what you can control, not what you can't, what you can do that helps you feel better. Maybe write that down, you know, get it on paper. So just explore that with them at first. Um, and then, yeah, just, just see how, how they get on with that first of all. And, and then... If they need further support. There's lots of things that you can do, I guess, without then going, right, yeah, you need to go and get some counselling, yeah. get some medication, go to your GP. Absolutely, There's yeah. a lot of things, like proactive measures that can yeah. be done, aren't yeah. there? That a lot of them are free, you know. Yeah. I like to go and stand on my balcony in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. poetic, Lovely. I know. <laughs> yeah. um, and you know, just have a moment. Yeah, yeah. Or I also have what I call slipknot showers. So I like to play slipknot lasting right. in in okay. the bathroom and just yeah, have yeah. you know five minutes to to decompress yeah. and then i'm like well done. yeah you need we need to vent don't we yeah, we need an outlet yeah, yeah. We need and an then outlet. i come out like oh new woman yeah <laughs> it's like an outlet we yeah, need yeah, that exactly. you know, absolutely need that sometimes you know some people go out mates of the weekend or whatever yeah, or, yeah. you know but you, you do need an outlet i think i think that's quite healthy um but yeah but, but what i'll find is a lot of them are already doing some things that help him yeah but they don't realise, oh, well, actually that helps. So yeah, I could do more. Maybe you should do more yeah. of that. Bringing know? more awareness to what they're yeah. doing that actually makes them happy. Yeah. And bring, like you say, bring them into the moment. I've never really thought of it like that. Yeah. I've never really thought of the being in the moment because your anxiety is being in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes a lot of yeah. sense. Very, yeah. It makes a huge amount of sense. Here and now, yeah. Um, grounding, it's, it's sort of Ground, grounding yeah, yeah. techniques yeah. and brings us back to the here and now. Um, but yeah, anxiety, you, you, that's why you can't focus and concentrate because you're What's going to happen next? Yeah, yeah. I'm worrying about that. I'm worrying, you know, you're not present. Um, makes, absolutely, yeah. makes absolute sense. Yeah. So going on the, the the second part of my question, and you mm. probably guess what it is, it's right. more at that crisis point, you yeah. know. So we see um, lots and lots of people that get signed off with work-related stress. Yeah. But, you know, there's probably, and then they call us, mm -hmm. and then, and they've usually been told, you know, like by the, the boss or whatever, like call mm. EAP and, and yeah. like, oh, here I am. I've been signed off for two weeks now. Yeah. Like, but some of them are actually in crisis mode themselves, yeah. quite you know, very distressed. Or you've seen, yeah. you've seen some really mm. distressing, you mm -hmm. know, situations, haven't you, with clients? Yeah. Um, what do you do on that end of the scale? What are the kind of next steps, mm -hmm. even including, you know, like more interaction with a GP? Like, what what would you suggest? Um, and what kind of interventions would be really good for someone mm. that's at that crisis okay. point? So I think at crisis point, when they're at a point where they need to take time off, mm -hmm. it's just right. Well, just take advantage of the time off for now. Yeah. Let's just try and yes. just, you yeah. know, it might take a week or two just to kind of de-stress. Yeah. So I say, give yourself permission to have the time off. Yeah. Okay. Because so many people they worry about being off, and they've, you know, it's just from an emotional. What am I going to come back to in two weeks? Yeah, when, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely as well. So it's just at first, just try and take the time off, and and just try and wind down, relax, and de-stress. Yeah. Give yourself that permission. So at, at that point, it's just let's just take advantage of the time off. Yeah. Um. The other thing I like to explore with them as well is, do they want to keep doing the job? Yeah, yeah. You know, some some of the stress is because they don't like the job. Yeah. You know, so then I say, well, well, how long have you been doing it for? Well, 
you know, six years. Well, okay, well, does something need to change here? You yeah, know, yeah. why are we, you know, some people just get in such a kind of routine and they're quite miserable, yeah, you know, yeah. and, it, and, and so that might be going on as well. But no, at a crisis point, yeah, take advantage of the time off. Yeah. Then I'll explore what's brought us there. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll let them know that, look, there's structured counselling here support as, as an option yeah. moving forward. So we can support you through this period. Then we'd talk about phased return, possibly going back. So we yeah. go back slowly, a pace where you feel comfortable with, and the counselling could support you through that. Yeah. So it's doing it, it's de-stressing yeah. and not even thinking about going back to work until we feel able to, and hopefully employers will let us do a phased return, which so many do now, which is great. And then we can, so it's just, it's just trying to get them off the, the stress, you know. Yeah, I mean, train. even, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I find it even when I go on annual leave, it takes me to like day four yeah, to yeah, stop looking absolutely. at my phone or, yeah, you yeah. know, to stop thinking, yeah. to stop checking in, like, how's everything going? Or, or even thinking about how many emails am I going to come into yeah. on Monday? So it, if you're used to that fast pace, you're used yeah. to that adrenaline and that pressure yeah. constantly, it's that's just as stressful to try and stop being yeah, stressed exactly. and stop thinking about yeah, it. I mean, yeah, I had a regular client. I was talking to him every week and um, it, it was about week three or four when he actually started to feel de-stressed. Really? Because yeah. it was that, you know, and his sleep was improving then. He began to feel less anxious. Yeah. But yeah, it can take two or three weeks to, to if you're that, that's how stressed yeah. they are. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They have, it gets to that point with some clients. They're so, you know, it's just unbelievable. I don't know yeah. how to get that to that point, you know, like, well, but, um, but yeah, it, it can take days or even weeks to just, and then we can look at building up again and getting back. Yeah, empowering them, building, building yeah. the new techniques. Yeah, work for if on they boundaries. Get, yeah, exactly. Yeah, looking after you at work. Yeah. Um, yeah, not feeling like you have to run around after everyone else all the time. You know, you've got to look after you as well. That's that's the big thing. Good stuff. Yeah. So I mean, we've touched on how busy so we've been and our industry and the, the frontline kind of care yeah. and 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 not just mental health in general but mm-hmm. i mean there was no furlough for us we were there 24 no, 7 right. still we during there. the past yeah. you know two years yeah. and it never stops and, and we we are in demand more than ever mm-hmm. as are similar companies to us the charity lines the free phone numbers yeah. um so there's an immense amount of pressure on, on you guys. And I think there will be, you guys as counsellors, you know, yeah. there will be for a good few years to come, I think, because there'll be the yeah. aftermath of everything that people have experienced yeah. the past couple of years. Then throw in the world events that are happening as well, you know, mm-hmm. currently. Um, what do you, so I guess, you know, you guys are in an, an advantage because you know all the tricks of the trade. You, you know, you. but do you, practice what you preach like what do you do christian right, okay. to, to look after yourself well it, it's harder it's yeah, harder yeah. to do it for ourselves. you know any counsel will say that um anyone that works in mental health yeah um it's you know it's, it's a lot easier for me to give support to others so i have to remind myself at times you know yeah. what am i doing i need to do this as well yeah yeah and you know i have supervision once a month so if, if my supervisor says well have you tried that have you tried that i think god why haven't i thought of that you know i yeah, tell clients yeah, yeah. that it's not until someone tells me that it can sink in. So I, you know, we have to remind ourselves as well. It's not, it's like, not like we're experts and we, you know, we're okay all the time. Um, Untouchable. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not at yeah, all. Yeah, you know, yeah. we struggle as well. Of course we do. Yeah. So it's reminding myself of that, reminding myself of those techniques. One technique I give to clients is 
you know, it's looking after, so I look, I need to look after Christian. Is Christian okay? Um, is this too much for him? Does he need to take a step back from work? It's that kind of third person thing, but yeah, yeah. sometimes it can just give us that perspective of, am I okay? Yeah. You know, um, if this was my friend or my colleague, what would I say to them? And I'd say, actually, you know, you need to, you know, chill out or do something. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that can help. For me, anyway, it's looking after Christian. Um, which, you know, I obviously use with clients. But no, I have to remind myself of that, absolutely. Yeah. You're not immune. No, I get stressed. <laughs> you know, we've been doing some well-being stuff at work, haven't we? Yeah, Which yeah. has been really useful for me just to unwind for 10, 15 minutes yeah. and, and, and kind of offload a bit. Um, I'm going to think of so other yeah. things. People have suggested things like... Um, Oh, what's it called? Sound bath therapy. All right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I think I thought the same right, face. Okay. But there's loads of things that you could do in the workplace. You know, there's this sound bath therapy and I was looking at that. Essentially, you all kind of like lay down in a room right. and there's this like instrument. Right. <laughs> like, it's like an instrument, right. you know, like a bit like a gong and yeah, it goes yeah. up. But some workplaces are doing that. I also looked okay. at um, puppy therapy. Right. And yeah. you can hire companies to come and bring puppies into the workplace. I've heard of that. It can be quite therapeutic, apparently, animals. and. Oh, imagine that. Like, I mean, I'm just thinking about our workplace, but imagine any workplace yeah. we're having puppies in. Well, oh, my yeah, goodness. It would yeah, be amazing. as well with it, but yeah. Yeah, there'll be yeah, lots of issues. <laughs> to, I'd, uh, I'd be there with the carpet cleaner yeah, that's <laughs> afterwards. Right. Yeah, um, but, uh, but, no, but yeah, yeah, there's loads of different initiatives yeah, that yeah. workplaces can do. Obviously, mm. you know, if you've got AAP, fantastic. If you've got mental health first aid, it's fantastic. Mm. We do different wellbeing events and we're actually, you know, we're working on more, mm. but there's more... There's loads of different things rather than just giving them the number to a helpline, creating that open, non-judgmental atmosphere and and being open Mm. to conversations Mm -hmm. um, and and listening rather than making snap judgments Mm. and uh, and things like that. So there's lots lots of things that that can be done, aren't there? Absolutely, yeah. I've got a long way to go, but there's people are more open, employers yeah. are more open to that. We're moving in the right direction with that, aren't we? I think, yeah. You know, it's it's been taken a lot more seriously. Yeah. Employers realise that actually if our employees, are, you know, better mentally, feeling better in the mental health, then they're going to be more productive. Exactly. As well, so. Turnover will reduce, staff engagement will increase. Yeah, yeah. The, ju- the benefits are kind of endless, yeah. really. Yeah. Just to look at those extra creative ways mm-hmm. of supporting people yeah, yeah. Like yeah, so you know if it moving in the right everyone exactly yeah. exactly yeah, so. so are there any kind of last few po- we've covered a lot of ground already like we've covered yeah. a huge amount of ground so thank you for that right. but have you got is there anything that you think would be really important any kind of final thoughts um well yeah just look after yourself really and, and make sure you're okay uh, w- within your job um, and make sure you're happy doing what you're doing and if you need support look out you know search yeah. for it and, 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 and reach out for it and don't be afraid to reach out for help or support yeah. um, so many people have never done counselling before and are so glad when they have yes you know and, and it, it does change people's lives it literally does so yeah and, that, and you, you're part of that Christian I'm you are part of that. You that, definitely yes, are yes. part of that. So well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Brilliant. Well, yeah. thanks for today, Christian. Okay. That was right. fantastic. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah.